0: Welcome to Business Ninjas, brought to you by Write For Me, where you'll hear from business leaders who are out there growing their business and slaying it every day. Learn from the masters. Let's get started.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Business Ninjas. I'm here today with Lee Curtis. He's the CEO and founder at Reside. Lee, welcome to the show.
0: Good morning, Kelsey. How are
1: you? I'm doing well. Excited to have you today. So, you know, why don't you start? Tell me a little bit about yourself, Lee.
0: Yeah, uh, introduced me. So yeah, I'm the CEO of Reside. Um, we're headquartered out of Seattle, uh, Washington. Um, you know, I'm, a, a, I'm at this point, I'm an industry veteran. I've been uh, been doing this for 30 years. Uh, we started out out in Michigan doing this in a small corporate housing company called Village Suites, and I've had a had a long career, you know, in this industry. And uh, you know, it's kind of cumulated into the uh, founding of Reside back in 2017, and you know, taking a company formerly known as a Boda, and uh, redeveloping it into, you know, a national operating platform and then, you know, further developing uh, uh, what, what we call our property tech now, 360, which is I'm also the CEO of that branch as well. So we actually are to a point where we have two different companies, both servicing similar clients, but, but one doing it uh, more through a marketplace technology uh, globally and one doing it more here nationally through traditional means.
1: Interesting. Interesting. Tell me, you know, that's. I think that's fascinating that you've you've been able to you know grow the company that way. Tell me a little bit more about Reside, and then we'll then we'll we'll dig into the other side as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, as I said, Reside, you know, at its core, you know, is a thirty matter of fact, we just celebrated thirty five years last week um, out in Seattle. So um, it was found uh, the original company of was founded out of the original needs of Microsoft's uh, intern program, which I think back thirty five years ago, long before me. Uh, was, uh, maybe 15 or 20 interns. And, in, uh, last weekend uh, we moved in over a thousand of them, uh, uh, for the summer. So, you know, which is a big, all hands on deck situation, but it really shows kind of the strength and depth of our capabilities in the Seattle market where we've been, you know, a dominant, you know, housing company for, for the 35 years, um, you know, and, and also a, a 35 year partnership with, with Microsoft and others, which I, I, we were very, very proud of. And, uh, um, you know, it's helped us to, you know, really solidify ourselves in that region. So, so that's, you know, i mean I, you know, at the end of the day, what, what we do out there is provide fully furnished corporate apartments, uh, for, you know, anything from interns to, to senior executives, different price points, different quality points, different geographies throughout the Puget Sound region. Uh, we also operate, uh, a number of buildings across the country uh, in various markets that provide very similar services, and that, that's what I call fundamentally the, the reside business model. Mm-hmm. Um, so,
1: that's fantastic. And correct me if I'm wrong. One of the taglines for reside is that you know people deserve to feel at home, right?
0: But they and... deserve to be at home even when they're not. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fantastic. And talk to me, you know, why is it so important that you're able to provide people this sense of home, you know, in, in their, in their daily life?
0: Well, you know, you know, at our core, um, uh, you know, we're a hospitality company. That's what we, you know, that's what we are, but you know, it's, it's different. If you travel, you know, you can go into someplace for a day or two or three and it's just, you know, you may not even unpack your bags. Um, but when you're in our segment of the hospitality industry, these are moves uh you know projects you know different types of of of, of traveling options that go that transcend 30 plus days I, I, our average length of stay is close to 70 days so you're, you're you know you at that point you're living somewhere um and and the idea of home um is a key component to how we design our product how we service the product right it should be a you know a very comfortable convenient but you know equally predictable experience right the, the thing about home is when you come home you, you know what to expect right you you know you you take your armor off you put your feet up right you you come into your 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 enclave so to speak and and it's a different type of stay uh than than a hotel stay so we you know we you know while well, certain you know components of it are very similar right you know you know you want to have you know i mean at your home you know you got a good bed right because you're going to make sure it's right at home you know you're going to have a great shower because you wouldn't live any other. You know, at home, you have a predictability of even the simplest things like, like your internet, right? And, and those things, you know, the the longer you're staying somewhere, the more important those things become. Uh, So the idea of home and everyone deserves to be home when they're not is kind of what was, that whole idea was born out of that, that belief.
1: I think that's fantastic. And, you know, talking about growth, um, really what our, you know, our podcast is centered upon, you were able to take Reside and build out Reside 360, correct?
0: Mm-hmm. Tell that's me, correct.
1: Tell me, tell me more about, you know, Reside 360.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, that's, you know, it's an idea born, as, i as the, as the gray as the gray bearded guy on the call, I mean, I've been doing this a while. So in one of my other companies, we had some early success with some, what I'd call early, early marketplace technology, but certainly the first. This goes back to, you know, 04, uh, 05, and, and we developed some technology, again, at, my, at a previous company, and you, and and we saw th- this movement toward uh, companies wanting to have one point of contact for for you for utilizing similar services, not just nationally, but globally. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the old days, and even, I mean, if you'd even go back in hotels, you know, pre-OTAs or online travel agencies, you know, people would hunt and peck for what they needed all around the world. And they did it through travel companies. Um, and then you know, the OTAs came around Expedia Orbitz and it made it easier for people to find things. Um, you know, our, our industry never, you know, hasn't really fully been into, into those, those, those platforms, but we, you know, you saw, you know, the rise of Airbnb, right. You saw, uh, you know, even as we kind of, I'm going to jump forward and go backwards, but, you know, even through the pandemic, you saw a lot of interest in you know, both business and leisure folks looking for extended travel options that were not hotels. You know, and again, I always say that with, there's nothing wrong with hotel. Everything, everything, everything has its place, right? A five-star has its place. So does a one-star, mm-hmm. right? And, and extended stay hotels have their place, but they're not fully furnished alternative accommodations or corporate apartments Mm -hmm. um so i saw so early days i saw the success of it um when we founded reside in 2017 and again that was through the acquisition of a boda right so i saw you know a very solid entrenched you know company that was servicing at the highest level global clients in seattle you you know again we were the dominant and still are the dominant company in seattle so you can you know the names obviously make you know you know who they are Mm -hmm. and um you know but we were only doing their their services there in the seattle region of the puget sound market and you know they had a desire you know as we did to grow um, our services with them you know and and the, the 360 product grew out of this you know the initial idea of creating an aggregated marketplace um, but doing it differently right because i think the most the thing that you see mostly with aggregators and and platforms even in our industry is it's all about you know choice and choice and, and 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 uh price right which is fine uh, but we think there's more to it you know again you know one of the elements of you know everyone deserves to feel home even when they're not is 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 the implied safetyness of it right and while you can't guarantee safety you can make things safer right and you know, what we have done with with our platform. So our platform has over a million options in it. We're in every country, you know, every major country and city in the world through a very sophisticated supply chain that we've built out over five years. So, But the, but further to that, we've added in layers of compliance and vetting through, through third-party tech platforms that allow us to continually monitor the behaviors of each one of those companies that we have. So we're not working with individual hosts we only work with bona fide uh, companies that are registered, and they have to register through our platform. They d- then go through the the the, the process of being a compliance checked, and that compliance can go everything from, you know, from corporate compliance, third party compliance, trade compliance, sanction compliance. Which think about today's world and why is, why would sanction compliance be important? Well, you know, you don't want to be the company accidentally doing business with an oligarch right now, right? you just but you could if you didn't yeah. know right because they're everywhere and they have their money everywhere and and and, and suddenly the, the 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 thing that you're doing the movement the mobility movement that you're doing for your client is now at risk not just for you but for the client you know with 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 you know inverse penalties and sanctions the other way right i mean some of these you know one one bad transaction in the wrong in in the wrong country or with the wrong you know uh, company could be a $250,000 fine, you know, per transaction. And that's just one side door that can, so, so we feel it's our job to present, you know, a, a much more complete offering than just price and location. We think, you know, we think compliance and, and anything, you know, around it, uh, is super important to protect the companies we work with. Um, and then we've also added in a whole other layer with a company called GeoShore, which allows for, um, uh, uh, by by zip code and address um, it allows for us to have a, an ongoing check of safety parameters um, in any given area and it gets a safety rating so when you go into our site and go to book something you'll get a safety rating by area on, on seven different categories everything from uh, L, LBGT safety to women's safety after dark safety uh, crime statistics COVID all these things kind of blend into a safety score. So when you go to book, you you have a sense of how safe an area is, right? It just, and, and again, it becomes your decision, but at least, you know, you know, you know, you know, and in today's world, you know, the, the, we, we joke at the company, sometimes we'll say, you know, why wonder when you can know, right? You know, I wonder if it's safe. Well, how about, you know, it's safe or, you know, it's not. And, and we've, we built tools to enhance, um, this 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 idea of, of you know extended travel and again you're not going in and out in three days and maybe it doesn't matter right you're going in for 30 60 days and it, it does matter and it should matter
1: I think that's a very important aspect that not a lot of people may understand the impact of having scores like that you know I I I think you made a comment and I'm curious to kind of explore that a little bit more about Airbnb. I imagine that really put a spotlight and kind of changed, you know, the the industry. Am I right in thinking that?
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, you know, it's it's interesting. I I, I I'm not I'm not a contrarian by any stretch and and you know, and I've always embraced anything that brings more to the conversation, right? I mean, in the early days of my industry, you know, when extended stay hotels came out, it it was, you know, everyone ran around. Oh my God, we're going out of business. You know, they're going to put us out of business. And, you know, and and what, 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 what it ended up doing it extended stays filled a gap, right? You know, ours always was a different gap. Um, it's a different style of stay and they, and ironically, we as reside in 360 on behalf of our clients book, a lot of extended stay hotels, you know, whether it's in, in, in remote areas that there are no options or whether it's just temporarily moving them from, point a to point b they have their use um so um you know airbnb comes around and you know the idea of a of a deep marketplace becomes really interesting but yeah there's you know there's always going to be a a, an element to the airbnb transaction because you know you're really you know it was meant to be a leisure-based site and if you go back to its very beginning i think it was couch surfing was was it so you know you're renting out couches yeah right? And then it moved into the bizarre, the weird, and then it became more mainstream. Um, and, you know, and, and it just kept picking up steam. And, you know, what it, what it, I think what it really demonstrated is people are looking for something different, right? I mean, people are looking for experience. Uh, people are, again, they're looking to feel like they're at home, right? And, and all these things kind of, kind of, I think, blended together and then then, then COVID happened, you know, and we had a a global pandemic and then everyone was trying to find a place to escape to. Um, you know, think about the millions of people stuck in a, you know, 800 square foot apartment in Manhattan. Right. And, you know, they, they had the means to do different and a lot of them either moved out or temporarily moved out, but it really kicked off. I think that that next level of growth and acceptance and it, and, and it, and it also, gave everybody a test drive on something that they probably didn't understand and didn't know existed. Um, and what, you know, and even leading up to the pandemic, Kelsey, I'd tell you that I, I was having early conversations with clients where the younger travelers were actually pushing for the Airbnb experience, um, uh, ahead of the pack, right? They wanted to be uh, out of a hotel. They, they wanted to have a different experience. The problem was the, the corporates understand that there's a risk to that, right? These are not; um, it's not as simple as just picking something and having it be exactly as it appears, right? And Airbnb's done a ton of damage control to try to fix it and model it, and they've even tried Airbnb for business. And they've all, you know, they understand there's a tolerance to what anyone will, you know, what what anyone will accept, right? I mean, I I I used to say all the time, you know, the the, the apartment you 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 rent with your wife or you know spouse in Paris for the weekend is a very different one than you want on Monday morning when you have to put on a suit and go to the office, right? And and because and, your tolerance changes, right? One's cute and fun, and the other one becomes you know the same apartment becomes kind of a problem for you, right? Um, and and you know our our view of it was okay, let's let's take all that and start to distill it into how can we deliver a very similar experience, but put some guardrails on it so that you know what you're getting. You could be comfortable with what you're getting. Um, and, and you can, it's, it's it has that, again, that predictability built into it, which is generally the, the day, that's the whole idea of branding and, you know, running good companies is, you know, you know, you, when it doesn't matter what you get, if you're ordering it, you expect it to be what you expect. Right. And you expect it to be that way the next time and the next time and um you know again Airbnb did a great job of highlighting um you know the the idea of furnished apartments the idea of of different styles of you know what I would call alternative accommodations and you know I think it's you know certainly its market cap would demonstrate that the world gets it um you know it's certainly put a You know, it's rung the bell in terms of what the other brands think. I mean, you're starting to see, you know, I think Marriott announced their, you know, they already had hotels and villas or homes and villas. Excuse me. Now they're moving into apartments by Bonvoy. You know, you're seeing uh, Hyatt talk about it again. You're hearing uh, Hilton just announced H3. Uh, They're all you know, all the big brands are looking at this, what Airbnb has done and trying to find a way to model it so that they can keep brand loyalty, you know, within their, within their, what they would call it within their flag.
1: Yeah. I think, you know, you raised a lot of really great points talking about, you know, the, the expansion of Airbnb, how it is highlighting and the push, like you said, you know, generationally, how people were looking for, you know, that that home away from home, even when, you know, they're not home, right? I think that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Lee, this has been a great conversation. As we start to wrap up, is there anything that you want to leave our listeners with, you know, either about the industry, you know, uh, about Reside, anything you want to leave our listeners with?
0: Well, I mean, I, I think, you know, we've hit some great points, but I would say, you know, the the industry is, an, is it, you know, is blurring. You know, there's a blurring happening now, right? I think, you know, as that blurring happens, it's going to create new opportunities, uh, not just for, um, not just for companies, but I think, I think the the winner in all of this is going to be the guest, whether they're corporate travelers or leisure travelers, there's, there's, a, there's many more options for them to choose how and where they stay, whether, whether you're, you know, a brand new traveler right out of college, or whether you're what I call the graying nomad, which is, you know, a a version of a senior that is still semi-working, doesn't want to own two places, but wants to get around, but they want to have some predictability to that, as I said. And I think the the winner is the traveler. And, um, you know, we're, we're really excited to be part of it. We're leading the way in terms of how it's done. Um, and we're really, really bullish about where the future takes us.
1: I think that's fantastic. Well, Lee, this has been a great conversation. I appreciate you, you know, breaking down your insights on the industry, the changes you've seen, um, you know, in, in your experience. I think this was a great conversation. I really appreciate you being on Business Ninjas today.
0: No, thanks for having me. Appreciate it.
1: Yeah, great to have you.
0: Hey, are you a business ninja? Want to be interviewed like this? Give us a shout. Go to www.writeforme.io, writeform io and schedule a time to meet with us, and we'll make it happen. Keep slaying it, y'all.